I'm tearing up. <laughs> it's just about hate. screamed right now, but I'm not even there. <laughs> now that's inspirational, Natalie. <laughs> I feel inspired today. Part two I, of I, this. Can, I could be here for another hour. <laughs> no. I always go, he winds up homeless on the street. It's my fault. I don't know what got into my head, but I thought, I thought this thought, you know, if I'm working year round, I might as well get paid year round. <laughs> <laughs> Sweet Talk is a weekly 20-minute podcast brought to you by the Continuing Education and Workforce Training Division of Idaho State University's College of Technology. Find us on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, and SoundCloud, and subscribe today. Now, it's time to get started with Sweet Talk. Hello, and welcome to Sweet Talk. Today, we have a special guest, Katie, with the University of Idaho Extension Office. She teaches the, some of the extension classes here in Bennett County. My co-host, Shirley, is with me today. As you'll notice, typically, uh, this is hosted by Paul Dickey, but Paul's pretty um, busy right now, so Shirley has been kind enough to jump on with me. How are you today, Shirley? Hey, I'm fine, though I could uh, use a corner with a good book and a heater. I think we all could. I think we all could. Well, today joining us is Katie Hitchcock with, again, the University of Idaho Extension here in Bannett County. Katie, can you tell us a little bit about yourself? Sure. Hi, everybody. I recently moved here from uh, Northern California, from Chico specifically, and my husband, he uh, went to ISU uh, a while back and has maintained all of his friendships here. And so we we were just in a little, we, were, we got a wild hair and said, let's move back and be with our friends. And then this job came up and I, we moved here for, for this reason as well. Um, I am a registered dietitian. I studied at uh, Chico State through for undergraduate, my master's degree and for the dietetic internship. I really love small communities and uh, finding ways to to enhance the community through 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 the classes, through education, um, events. Um, I, I don't know. I I'm just excited to be new here, but I'm also um, really grateful to have these friendships already established through my husband. Well, can you tell us a little bit more about the extension um, educator position that you just took over? Yeah. So part so it's a it's a kind of a complicated position. Um, so FCS, Family Consumer Sciences, is uh, a big part of my job, and that's where the fun classes come into play. Um, I get to really provide those programs that I'm passionate about, things like. Um, baby led weaning, so introducing solids to, to six months, six month olds, um, nutrition classes. I recently did a class on like bulking up uh, meat, like a meal with meat by using vegetables or tofu, and that was a well received class. Um, I have several classes coming up, but um, that's the FCS or family consumer science portion of my job. And then my other job is the administrator for Eastern Idaho's Eat Smart Idaho program. And that's uh, a curriculum of, it's a curriculum that we uh, bring into schools, food pantries, um, 
aftercare sessions, aftercare for, at schools, and even um, Head Start programs. Um, so that that's a really great program that I'm I'm learning more and more about every every day. Well, what's interesting is Shirley is over some of our similar classes. So we have uh, like hobby classes. I wouldn't say they're uh, as food related as you are. We do have some cooking classes. So it'll be interesting to see Shirley's take on some of this. How mm -hmm. did you get involved with University of Idaho or hear about this particular position? I was looking for a position that um, initially that was had some flexibility that I could use my, my education and background. Um, so I applied for a different position actually. It was called the Community Nutrition Advisor, the CNA position, and it was part-time. It was very, um, it was like 24 or 30 hours a week. And I, I was offered the job, I signed the job and I um, was asked to apply for this educator role. And that was fine with me because I had a little more opportunity to, to, do, to do more. Um, but I heard about it like, like at many other people, like on Indeed, but we have an extension program um, through the UC system in California that I was some, I was kind of involved with um, growing up and then as a student at Chico State. So I was definitely familiar with what extension did and what it can do for the community. And then are your student numbers up or down from previous years? I don't know. Um, it's been interesting, well, talking to other educators, it's been interesting jumping in after COVID and offering in-person classes um, because a lot of people just want, they're used to staying at home or they're used to Zoom. So we're offering a lot of in-person classes just to get the community out of their homes and um, back to meeting each other. Um, I, I, so I'm not sure what our numbers are, or specifically in Bannock County, but um, I think what everyone tells me is that it's it's very common to have smaller classes at the beginning, just so the community, like they learn about you, learn about your classes, and then as you, as I become more involved, um, people will join. And we've seen that here at Continuing Education when COVID hit, um, we couldn't have classes. And then we started having classes in 2021, 20, 22, the numbers were small and we see that they're growing slowly. Right. Do you do any like hybrid sort of classes? So do you offer Zoom with your in-person classes? We have one uh, that it's a Zoom as well as an in-person class. Okay. But normally our, um, our classes, people would prefer the face-to-face -face right. type of um, learning. I, I take that back. The apprenticeship programs that we have, they offer them as a Zoom and a face-to-face -face because some of our apprentices may not be able to get into class because they've got a job outside of town. So that's right. a, a good opportunity for them to still come to class. Yeah. Yeah, that's definitely a method I'm thinking about offering is the Zoom, the hybrid method. So. Uh, so we do have some that are slightly hybrid that might have a few in-person sessions and then um, some online. This is my first year here, so Shirley's okay. such a such a knowledgeable human being for for what we've offered. Um, 
And again, Paul, who's over our apprenticeships, he actually um, started uh, doing online classes before the pandemic. Uh, for mm -hmm. part of what Shirley was speaking about. Uh, most of the students in the apprenticeship programs or all of them have a job uh, mm -hmm. before they enter that apprenticeship. It's like Got HVAC, it. electrical, et cetera. So those wow. on the job mm -hmm. hours are part of the requirement. And if they're in American Falls or McCammon or Income or somewhere that might just take them a little extra time, they may not have the ability to get here. Um, right. And what's interesting is Again, he started these online classes prior to COVID, and he did it with a program called Zoom. <laughs> so it was really he was ahead of his that, time. <laughs> yeah, so he was a bit ahead of his time. So when the pandemic happened, he was uh, already kind of in the know with with um, how to adjust this. But um, and Shirley can speak to this more. But I think people are wanting to get out. I think people are yeah. wanting to to have uh, some face-to-face. -face. We noticed that in our older community, we have a new knowledge adventures group, which is those are 50 years and older. Um, and they are wanting the more face-to-face. -face. They still offer their classes, both face-to-face -face and via Zoom. But a lot of people are, they want that connection with other people. Yeah. And so what are some of the challenges in the industry um, on this same note, other than uh, possibly coming out of COVID, what other challenges have you um, experienced in your short time that you've taken this role? Yeah, yeah, we we just had a, a, a conference the last two days and I was able to meet with other FCS educators and we were planning out our, our classes for next year. And they, we agreed to do the master preservation class. So I'll talk about that more in a minute, but we were, when we were deciding on the cost of the class, uh, that was, that was hard because I want, I come from a place where I want to meet the people where they are. I want to like, have as many people participate in our class, but unfortunately the cost of food and the cost of jars are the canning jars, they're expensive. And so unfortunately what we, like the, the price that we are offering won't even cover the cost of, of the food. So we, um, that was a big challenge um, because I'm, I'm like, let's give it out for free. Like, come on, let's have a shadowing. Like I was trying to figure out how to get students, like um, ISU students to come to the class. And I know they don't have $75 hanging around to, to pay for a class like this. Uh, so um, I'll, I'll be offering scholarships through a fund that I have. So if there are ISU students who want to learn how to can or preserve food, um, they, I, I want that. I want to figure out how to get them in the class. Um, but yeah, cost, food costs, um, and resources, that's a big barrier or a challenge that we're facing, with, facing right now. Now, is that what I know recently we found out about you, we uh, reached out to you after we saw you in the Idaho State Journal. And uh, it mentions that you teach fruit gleaning. And well, I have, nice. I have no idea what that is. <laughs> Can you talk a little bit about that? So uh, gleaning is um, very, very, it's very common in California because we have so many fruit trees around. And a lot of 
communities would have a, a gleaning program. So volunteers would come and they'd go out to people's orchards and just take, they'd pick whatever was left on the trees. Um, I've learned that a lot of potato farmers would invite the community to their, their farms and, and pull up any extra potatoes after harvest. Um, so it's a, it's a similar concept, but it's more for backyard fruit trees. And it started when we moved here, we, we'd be walking around our neighborhood and I would see so many fruit trees just loaded with fruit. And I, I'd get very excited. So I love rescuing fruit. Like I, people back home would call me like the fruit rescuer. I'd have piles of fruit in my house and um, fruit flies. <laughs> it, was, it was a mess, but I would, I got the idea to, oh, I, instead of like, bo like bothering and knocking on the door at that moment, I could offer them a, a, a little door hanger and just put it on their door and just let it be. And I worked with the, the University of Idaho's um, like de design group. And we together, we came up, came up with this beautiful door hanger with information on um, like if they want us to come pick the fruit, we would come to the house, pick the fruit, and then donate it to the local pantry. They're, they're willing, or we also invited them to call and um, express interest in a fruit preservation class. So if they wanna learn how to dehydrate, make jam, do some ferments, they can call and um, tell us that they're ready to, to learn a class. So I'm very flexible with my classes. If they, not, not learn a class, like have me host a class for them. Um, I'm very flexible with my time. So if like, especially with fruit, they, it goes bad really quickly. So if in the summertime, when some, if someone would call and say, hey, I wanna learn how to make peach jam. Okay, let's have a class. It's kind of like a spontaneous class and, um, that is totally welcomed. And um, so they can, they're invited to learn how to preserve the fruit that from their tree or else they can, um, pick the fruit themselves. And then I have the addresses and phone numbers to the local food bank, food pantries. So do so, you teach all of these classes yourself or do you have outside instructors that come in? Um, I, I do, I do them. I also am collaborating with um, Bingham County's Julie, Julie Buck. She used to have my position um, a few years ago. And so she's an expert with food preservation and has offered to, to support me for some of these classes uh, that I may not be too familiar with, but I'm in the process of learning. But I am the sole educator for food preservation, yes. And then the classes that you teach, it seems like you're very heavily focused on food and nutrition. Do you teach mm -hmm. any classes where uh, like um, skills-based classes for employment? Or are you mm -hmm. mainly focused on uh, the food and nutrition aspect? That's a good idea. That's a good question. Um, I'm more focused on the home, like the family dynamic. So um, getting families back into the kitchen, uh, helping um, care providers uh, prepare like healthy meals at home. So that's kind of where my role is focused. Um, as far as preparation for the job market, though, that's that's not a bad idea because I do have the culinary arts background. So I'll think about it. Yeah, it's very interesting. We have such a wide variety of classes 
it's interesting for us to learn about the classes that you teach. Of course, this is an extension office of U of I, and they have uh, other, I, do, do, does that extension office of U of I offer other classes as well? Or are you the sole person here at the extension office? Oh, no. Uh, so Reed Finley, he is our ag and horticulture educator. So he oversees Master Gardener. So that's mm -hmm. Fabulous program that's starting in January or February. And if anyone's interested in um, becoming a master gardener here in Idaho, I encourage uh, them to join, call the extension office to get more information. But I plan to join that class and that'll all be offered over Zoom. Reed is sort of, he has a lot of projects going on. He offers classes regularly. He also is like the, the go-to person if people have questions about, oh, my, my hydrangea is looking like this or my fruit tree isn't as abundant, what should I do? So people call in all the time asking about pests or soil um, and he is just a wealth of knowledge. I'm, we, should, we should kind of are right across the hall from each other. So he's always, uh, I've learned so much from him already. Uh, and then our other, Educator, her name is Nikki. She is a part of 4-H. Um, so 4-H offers tons of classes, but mm -hmm. an after school program. So we have um, people actually going out to the schools and offering um, great programs like robotics, cooking classes, public speaking skills. Um, so right, right now we're getting our 2023 year planned and I'm overhearing the 4-H uh, group talking about all the wonderful programs coming and so mo there yeah and they're in most of the schools here in Pocatello so um, whoever's listening and has kids in elementary school aftercare I think will probably be there at some point. <laughs> I think 4-H is such a wonderful program I was never in it growing up but I grew up with a livestock and I think that uh, caring for those types of animals and even some of the cooking or craft classes that 4-H may have associated with them are, are just wonderful, wonderful programs for our young people. Um, yes. Yeah, so it's really interesting talking to you as well. Uh, we're running low on time. We've just got about two minutes left. If somebody was interested in taking a class from you, uh, who, how would they contact you and how would they get started? Yeah, so I'm open to suggestions. So I scheduled out classes for November. I think I am taking a break in December and we'll start up classes in January. Um, so if anyone has an interest, a passion or a desire for a class, uh, feel free to give us a call. Um, our phone number here at the office is 208-236-7310. And someone in the office will answer or I will answer and um, you can sign up for classes that way, or you can leave a message for, for me. Um, we have a great office staff, and they're, they're also a wealth of knowledge. So um, I think we, our motto, our, 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 it's not our motto, it shouldn't be our motto, because everyone should know about extension. But um, people say that extension is the best kept secret, because we have so much uh, education materials that's research-based. And it's most of it is free for the public. So um, come to our office. It's over in the fairgrounds. And 
check us out. Um, during the summertime, I do pressure canning checks. So I'll check your the gauges for pressure canners. Those should be checked uh, every year before canning. Um, and it's a $3 fee to have it checked, but it is essential for food safety. So, Well, thank you very much for your time. Um, and thank you, Shirley, for co-hosting with uh, me. You. We really enjoyed our guest, Katie, today. We've learned so much about what you do at the University of Idaho Extension. Please reach out to her if you are interested in taking any class from her or have any ideas. If you would like to reach us at Continuing Education, you can do so at cetrain.isu.edu or call our office at 208-282-3372. Thank you again so much, Katie. And uh, everybody be safe out there. Thank you. Bye. Thank you. Bye.